Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? What's up, nerds? Welcome to another episode of the Multiverse Report. We are recapping the week's nerdy news from Wayne Manor to the Speed Force. And everywhere in between, just realize that those two locations are from the same universe. But that's okay. My name is Mike Gibson. With me as always is Steve Haller. What's up, Steve? Well, there's universes within universes. I'm sure you can figure that one out. That's true, especially in the Speed Force. Yeah. The gateway to multiple universes, as we will probably see uh, this summer when The Flash comes out. I mean, unless they magically, unless they're in like the, they travel to the wizarding world or something, I think that's about how we're going to get there. (laughs) There's only so many options in the DC universe. Uh, You say only so many, but only so many is quite a few. Yeah. Same thing with Marvel, but yeah. Yeah. I'll give it to you. Um, Okay. There's only so uh, many ways that it's going to happen in a movie titled The Flash. Yeah. True, true, true. (laughs) Uh, imagine if they did the whole thing of the having the Flash like run through the Speed Force, but he just doesn't go into a different universe. They're just like, no, it's what just what he does. It's like that. That would be like the way they'd make a Flash movie in the '90s. Like he goes in the Speed Force, but comes out the same spot. Like it's right. not as interesting. You know what I mean? They just like, goes no, through. We did the Speed Force, but it's not like accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, the '90s, the beginning of superhero films when they didn't care about the source material <laughs> right <laughs> at all. Um, more on the flash momentarily. Um, first, most importantly, we have to issue a retraction from something that we talked about last week, a retraction, a correction, and an apology all at once. And, um, this was one of our avid listeners brought this to our attention Mm -hmm. that, uh, while discussing the new teaser for Godzilla Kong last week, I referred, I flippantly and irresponsibly referred to both King Kong and the villain, seemingly the villain of this new movie, as monkeys. And dear listeners, dear viewers, we were called out. We were. They're not They're not monkeys. They're apes. They are. They're apes. So uh, I would like to apologize to Kate Sonheimer. <laughs> yes. For telling us that they're for yelling at us via and, text message. And as, as, a, as the resident biologist on the podcast... I will put on my badge of shame for not real-time correcting. Yes. We want to apologize to King Kong and his family. Yes. And uh, any other... Uh, and the arbitrary sim- chimpanzee that is being... Or orangutan who is his enemy. Orangutan. Yep. Yeah. Um, and any other, uh, you know, simians that may have been listening. Is that a, is that an okay term to use? I think so. I think so. Let us know, Kate. Let us know. Anyway, we're very sorry. Sorry if we offended any other uh, animal lovers out there. Um, moving on into Flash Watch, a recurring segment that started when the Flash was going through turmoil after turmoil after turmoil. Now, seemingly, knock on wood, seems smooth sailing into June. Um, this movie's still coming out. Um, not a peep from Ezra Miller <laughs> at all. Weird. I gotta wonder. Are we going to see Ezra Miller on a press tour for this movie, do you think, at all? I maybe like the week before, but not. I think definitely not on a an extended one. I think it'll be like if we see them out anywhere at all, it'll be like one big one. Like they'll do right. the Tonight Show or something. Do one and, and then like the red carpet and that's it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They'll definitely be at the premiere. Yep. Clearly. But how many questions, how many reporters are they going to talk to at the premiere? I don't know. Because mm-hmm. it's also like you have enough other people in this movie. Like you have Michael Keaton, you have Sasha Calais, you have um, uh, Michael Shannon is coming back as General Zod. Like you have all these other people that can promote your movie. Like Michael Keaton, everyone loves Michael Keaton, you know, so um, it'll work. And it's The Flash. It's a big budget superhero movie that right. people care about. So um, doing press for itself, so. Oh, anyway, we'll uh, and, aside, and aside for the like five people that I know listen that are also soccer fans, if you mm-hmm. have not heard Michael Shannon talk up like hype his hype video for the Welsh national team, like the Welsh national soccer team that he did going into the World Cup, it is one of the most amazing pieces of uh, <laughs> hype really? video you've ever seen. Oh, wow. 
it's, it's impressive. Inspiration. Yeah. Throw that if, on. If you need to be inspired about something. Nice. Yeah. Um, all right. So we got uh, a couple pieces of flash news. We got a trailer number two this past week. Um, I loved it. Steve was meh about it. More on that in a second. And also uh, CinemaCon was this past weekend. That is like a yearly festival for mostly journalists and uh, industry people. But I think maybe some I don't actually I don't know if it's for public uh, you know, normals to go to it. I'm not sure. It's normies. Uh, But yeah, all like the big studios put on a big presentation and they show trailers and clips and they bring out celebrities to say like, this is all the stuff we're going to do in the next year and you should, you know, be excited and give us all your money because of it. Um, so not that they didn't just show the trailer for the flash. They didn't just, um, talk about it. They showed the entire movie. They showed, uh, journalists the entire film and they were, they weren't allowed to, uh, spoil anything, but, they were not, um, you know, we're still over a month away from this movie and, and there was no restrictions on uh, posting their first reactions. Like Warner Brothers was like, nope, you can post your reaction. Just don't spoil anything, which I feel like is a confident move for a notably formally reactionary and terrified <laughs> uh, yeah. studio like Warner Brothers, especially when it comes to their DC stuff. And uh, it seemed to work for them because um, all but one of the reactions that I saw on Twitter or other things were overwhelmingly positive. And uh, the one reaction that was pretty negative was the the most negative thing that I saw was from uh, our favorite journalist uh, of recent, uh, Jeff Snyder, who said the first half was great and the second half was a mess. Um, But I'm taking into account the fact that this guy, as I said previously, does not like superhero movies at all not a fan of things like infinity war and Endgame. he's not he's not the audience for this film so the people that i read that usually are seem to love it there are a lot of believe the hype it's great hmm. um make sure to go see it kind of stuff so but headed back to that trailer steve um explain to me explain to the people um why you were feeling a little mixed on this trailer i don't i don't even know what to put my finger on it was like there were parts of it that seemed very exciting. There were all, I think it, I think a lot of it was, and sorry, I'm trying to formulate on the fly. I think oh, a sure. lot of it was that I kept seeing shots that I was like, uh, I saw this in Batman versus Superman, or uh, I saw this in mm. blah, blah, blah versus blah, blah, blah. And it, or whatever movie. And it just wasn't working. Like the, the, the shot with the, uh, two berries and a two two berries and a supergirl. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like that when they're standing there, I'm just like, oh god, it's just another bad imitation of the Justice League shot that also worked oh, wow. horribly. And I, there was just this weird visceral visceral reaction to the way certain things were filmed or shot or how I was reacting mm-hmm. to it. That was like, I can see there might be something here. Like the Keaton the Keaton stuff. I somehow my brain read it more as camp than as like being excited that Keaton was back as Batman. And I don't know if it's because we've talked about it so much, but I saw it and I was like, it's like, it's trying too hard. Do you think that it has anything to do with, um, you not necessarily having like an inherent excitement about a character like the flash or a character like Supergirl where, it's well, like after re- after me, starting to read this, I've got a lot of excitement about Supergirl. Oh, moment of, moment of tomorrow. Oh, okay. <laughs> but okay, but no, I mean it may be part of that, but also like, I guess if you took that same trailer and you know slapped uh, Quicksilver and uh, a couple other X Men characters on it, yeah, yeah, I would still probably be like, mm. Mm. well, I think I mean you're not wrong to have your, your guard up for yeah. sure. Um, you know, we've been burned by hype <laughs> for movies before. Right. Or, you know, we all have. So I think that from when you, when you told me you thought it was meh, I was like, Oh, why could, why would he think that? And I kind of watched it again, kind of like through yeah. that lens the next time I watched it. And I thought about how 
I think I think it looks great. I think the effects look really well done. Like visually, it does. It looks yeah. stunning. It kind of looks a little different from other like do superhero movies. I don't know. It looks like bright in a way that looks like kind of different. I don't they, I can't really describe I, it, but maybe it's just I'm thinking of the last time I saw Ezra Miller as a flash was in Zack Snyder's Justice League, right. which is like super Let's dark just and take everything in sepia. Um, yeah, yeah. The yeah. um but no, they they definitely used uh, there was a lot of like color transition and like you could tell they shot different scenes in different feels, which yeah, may be a multiversal yeah. thing or it may be just a you know emotional feel thing, but they definitely yeah. tried to utilize that. I also want to know this is a little sidebar. I'd love to see it behind I'm sure it's all just like CGI visual effects, but the scenes in these movie in the there's one scene where Barry Allen is meeting other Barry Allen and they're on the side of a house and the one's going, that's, that's so my the, face. You stole my face or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like they look 100% like they are in the same frame together. Both of them. Mm. It just, it looks, it's like the best use of that. Like I'm meeting myself, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we've seen that a million times. What these sometimes it's like a split screen or whatever, or it's blatantly green screen. But this just looks so good. Like it yeah. looks like they're really touching each other. Like I would love to see some behind the scenes on that. Anyway, I think because like, yeah, it looks great. There's cool action. Uh, you know, the characters look cool. I think possibly for you, I mean, and for me and for everybody, really, it's going to come down to uh, what I'm trying to say. Oh, like, I guess in these both these trailers we've had, they've looked good and we get like we get a bird's eye view of like the story and the plot. He goes back in time. He's stuck yeah. in a different universe or he screws something up, but there's gotta be more than that. You know, there's gotta be an actual story and there's gotta be character arcs. There has to be characterizations, wants, needs, you know, desires yeah. for our characters. And I think that's going to be really the make or break for, especially for somebody like you, who's already like, meh, I don't know. Well, my I, I actually started worrying about myself because literally <laughs> everyone else I saw was like, oh, that looks great. I'm like, I don't know why. Like, I, I honestly don't know why I had that reaction. Well, you're it I might mean, just you're very entitled to it. It might just be like like we like we, we've talked about previously that I'm just like, maybe I'm just trying to keep my expectations down for all these movies. Maybe. And I'm just like, OK, great. Another yeah. trailer. Yeah, could be. It worked for Quantum Mania. I thought it was fun. Yeah. My expectations I, were on the uh, floor <laughs> and I thought it was right. fine. <laughs> That's coming to Disney Plus, I think, in a couple Soon, yeah. weeks, mid-May, I think. Yeah. yeah. We'll finally get to see it. Yeah. Um, cool. So, yeah, if you haven't seen the Flash trailer, check it out. Um, and, you know, who knows how many other episodes of uh, Flash Watch we're going to get. Yeah. The... What do you think the odds are that some other random uh, act of God thing happens to de- to further derail this movie when it's so close to coming out. How possible do you think that is? Have the wheels completely come off? I don't know. I don't know. I, it'll be. I wouldn't. I wouldn't not hold my breath. You know that if Ezra Miller does get like a Tonight Show or any kind of talk show thing, you know David Zaslav is going to be holding his breath the entire time. That interview, yes. like every executive has anything to do with that movie james gunn even too will just be like please please don't blow it please mm-hmm. please keep it together but i'm sure they will not uh they won't send ezra out without uh no i mean he's undergoing mental health treatment and all that they're not going to send him if he's not uh able to yeah yeah so, um continuing on with a, another cool dc story we uh, reported a while ago that amazon had picked up uh, what's called uh, Batman the Cape Crusader. That's what it's called, right? The uh, new animated series, two seasons of an animated series, the spiritual um, successor to Batman the Animated Series, uh, geared towards adult audiences, dropped by HBO Max, coming to Amazon. Amazon has now picked up uh, some more dropped bat content, dropped from HBO Max. Uh, I think we talked about this when HBO Max started purging all of their stuff, but there was a Christmas special called Merry Little Batman. What? That, uh, was dropped at HBO Max. I remembered it vaguely when I read this article. 
And now it's coming out at Amazon Prime, Merry Little Batman, and a spinoff series called Bat Family will be airing on Amazon Prime um, now that they're not going to be on HBO Max anymore. Sorry, hmm. not going to be on Max anymore. No, we still got um, another like three weeks until it's Max. We're yeah, still technically okay. HBO Max right now. Okay, okay. Uh, Merry Little Batman is a Christmas special. It apparently features Robin, Home Alone, uh, and literally like kind of like the movie home alone defending wayne manor on christmas eve from you know uh criminals invaders i can only assume it's you know uh bat family villains and then uh bat family the series will be a a spin-off of that like an animation in the same style and it's going to kind of explore the family dynamic between batman robin and alfred um both of these are geared towards younger viewers so amazon's going to have plenty of bat bat content for uh people of all ages so so amazon's been listening to us about the younger content uh yeah or whoever i guess originally hbo max was listening to us and then someone took over that company and decided to not listen to us um maybe because we made fun of them too much on the podcast that's probably why uh but yeah now amazon's got some batman content and again i think it's uh you know we talked about it how at first we didn't really get why they would let a Batman show go um, because it's going to make them money, but you're spreading out your IP. You're spreading out your content. People that don't have HBO Max can still watch a Batman thing and maybe it gets them to want more Batman stuff. So they do subscribe to HBO Max. Like I get it. I get it. Mm -hmm. Um, Any thoughts on uh, animated Merry Little Batman Christmas special, Steve? Um, I mean, I'm good with it, especially if it's, catered towards the younger audiences it's uh it's filling a niche I, which is funny because i dc for all we've said dc is definitely way more in that space than marvel is yeah i know like you know marvel's there's got, spidey and his amazing friends yep. and that's about it it's pretty much it whereas team titans go is still relevant and all this new stuff coming out um, yeah i got that bat wheel show yeah, bat wheels, bat wheels was great that. They do like um, which I guess superhero there's a new girls. season of that out. So yeah, there's new episodes of Bat Wheels. Yeah, but yeah, superhero girls. Um, they had that, well, this was years ago, but they had a show called Justice League Action, which was a Justice League show, but it was a little for slightly younger kids. It's great. I don't know why it's not on HBO Max or anywhere. It's really good. It used to be on Hulu, but I don't know. Check it out if you find it, people. Justice League Action. Um. Yeah, sorry. I guess I had. I thought I had something else to say no. about that. I don't. Well, you know what? Um, let's let's. If we're talking about kids' shows, let's transition that into um, just a reminder. Uh, since May the Fourth is upcoming this week, uh, we will be doing a standalone episode for that. Um, That's right. For should have said this at the top. We should have should have started the episode with this. So in the uh, in the the notes, the show notes, there will be a link to. A Google Forms, if you listen to this between now and Wednesday, the third um, of or for ranking your Star Wars films, all 11 live action Star Wars movies, uh, top to bottom, give us your rankings. We want to overanalyze them and talk about it. And if you want more of us talking Star Wars, because, well, that's a thing. Um, yeah, we, you'll be getting it this week. That's right. So uh, it's going to be me and Steve and friend of the pod, uh, Matt Beseda, will be joining us. And the three of us will be sharing our individual lists, comparing them. But we also want to be able to source this data from our listeners. So right. which and, initial you know, initial waves of what we've gotten back are very interesting. Very interesting. Not, uh, not in a good or bad way. It's just like, yeah, at this point, there are six, at least six different number one films. Yeah. Six different Star Wars movies that people have voted as not, which yeah. is a lot more than I thought. I thought there'd be like maybe I, three. Yeah, I was thinking three like three, maybe four. For number one. So, yeah, maybe four. But I no, six. I did mention that uh, in the vein of young kids shows, I did want to mention uh, since it probably won't come up uh, some of the you know things and promos that are being done for May the Fourth. I feel like we're probably going to be full up on the other episode, uh, but I yeah. do know. Um, Young Jedi Adventures will be dropping on Disney Plus uh, for anyone who has kids. Uh, I believe, like, probably in that 
kindergartenish, maybe preschoolish age. Um, yeah. But uh, that will be a new series set in the High Republic, featuring Yoda and a bunch of younglings. So yeah, it looks good. Yeah, it'll be it'll be it interesting good. to watch. Agreed. So. Agreed. Um, thank you for bringing it back to the kids show thing because I could not remember how one, we got there. why you started talking about it and two <laughs> how it related to anything. That sounds like my um, brain most of the time. How did I get yeah. there? I don't know. How did I? Did I just start talking about Star Wars for no reason? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yes, time. I did. <laughs> Last uh, little bit of DC news. This is more this. Any other time, this something like this would be probably like a one shot, I guess, or something similar to this. But figured we'd give a shout out to um, Grant Gustin, who has played the Flash on the CW series for nine season, officially wrapped his time as the Flash this past week. And, um, you know, that's a big deal. Nine seasons of a show to play a lead, you know, an A-list DC superhero for nine seasons of a show yeah. on any network, CW or whatever. doesn't matter. That's a lot. It's almost, a lot of time. It's spent. almost worse on the CW because you're in that many more episodes. Because <laughs> you're doing 22 episodes. I right. know. The ninth season is like shorter. It's like a 10, 13 episode or something like that. But yeah, you're right. 22. <laughs> yeah. How much? Someone do the math. What does that equate to like double the seasons if it was yeah. on Netflix or something like that? There'd only be like 10 or whatever, 12 mm-hmm. episodes a season. Jeez. So equivalent of like 17 or 18 <laughs> seasons, I guess, of The Flash. Um, and, you know, in a time when DC was struggling to produce films at all, let alone good ones, uh, nine years ago, 10 years ago, you know, because Arrow started first and then this took off and kind of then eclipsed Arrow as far as the show that was on. CW was keeping these characters alive, keeping these characters in people's heads, in people's homes, yep. non-comic book readers anyway, uh, for a super long time. And, uh, you know, Superman and Lois is still on. And from what James Gunn has said, that, that they're going to let Superman and Lois go for a few more seasons. And that, you know initially was a CW show. I think it's probably just going to end up being an HBO max original. Yeah. But, um, no, you know, no one's gotten nine seasons yet. Nine. The flash is the longest one and Grant Gustin is done. So I figured it was worth a, worth a shout out. Oh yeah. And on that note also, uh, apparently either is it this week or next week, whenever the next episode of the flash drops, Stephen Amell, notable or noted, noted Syracuse fan. Stephen Amell is back as, as a green arrow as well. Yes. Well, I think he's back as the Spectre because spoilers for other episodes of the CW show, he died. So uh, I don't think he's back as Green Arrow, but I think he's back as the Spectre. I don't know. Superhero I'm saying he's back as Green Arrow. So. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Although I, I've watched like three three seasons of The Flash, so I have no idea. I just <laughs> I just saw a clip. I saw a clip of um, Stephen Amell on returning to the flash and his eyes glowed green as if mm. he was some kind of mythic, you know, otherworldly presence. And I was like, Oh, the specter, but That'll so do that's, it. that's hearsay from the mouth of Mike Gibson. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Who's right. All right. Moving from DC into some Marvel. And, uh, and then this is the end before comics. Really? This is a pretty light week, pretty light week for news. Yeah. Well, you'll get offset with the late week by a whole nother episode on star Wars. Yeah, exactly. And there's no Star Wars news in this episode, so saving it all for May the 4th. Um, oh, also, Star Wars Vision Season 2 comes Oh, does it? So, nice. there you go. I watched another episode of Season 1 last night, and I thought it was fine. So, no, <laughs> we'll see. Season 2 looks really good, so I'm still excited about Season 2. Nice. Anyway, um, some more information from CinemaCon. As uh, previously mentioned, CinemaCon was last weekend. Uh, Sony, there's a big Sony um, presentation, and they showed off, um, I guess they showed a few minutes of Across the Spider-Verse. Um, no new, no more like new news about that movie or anything like that, except they showed a few minutes to, uh, you know, journalists or whatever. They also showed a trailer for Craven the Hunter, a movie that uh, I keep forgetting is being made. Because yeah. I'm not really excited about it at all. Sorry, sorry. Um, for those of you who forgot, 
don't know, whatever. Craven the Hunter is a villain from the Spider-Man world. Right. Villain, and not an anti-hero, villain. a villain. But we all know that Sony likes to treat all their villains as anti-heroes so they can make movies about them being heroes in some way. That's how we got Venom and Venom 2. That's how we got Morbius. And it's how we're getting this movie. Did I miss one? Mm, hopefully not. I don't think I did. I think it's just two the the two Venom movies, right? And Morbius. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's all. That's all that's been actually made, to my yeah. knowledge. Yes, there's a lot that has been announced and not made. But um, so this trailer, I guess, uh, made it seem like a pretty action heavy movie. Uh, Craven was violently attacking some like big game poachers, bit one of their noses off or whatever, just like really uh, pretty violent. Um, uh, but also that it had, you know, seemingly setting him up to be an anti-hero so that he can be the main character and not, um, you know, a quote unquote bad guy. Um, but the biggest uh, piece of nerdy news that came out of this trailer is that the villain is going to be the rhino. Um, however, from what I've heard, it doesn't seem like he's going to be a guy who's stuck in a giant, um, you know, momentum fueled suit indestructible suit right. uh, that looks like a rhinoceros. I think he's probably just going to be another hunter or something that I uh, thought it was just going to be an actual rhino. <laughs> now no, that I would watch. That it's Craven versus a physical white rhino, <laughs> but a sentient talking one. Right. Like it's a Disney movie. Yeah. And also CGI because they're endangered and we don't want to mess with that. <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, I guess uh, star Aaron Taylor Johnson um, showed up via video sent like a pre-recorded thing in and uh, amongst whatever he said about the movie, he said, will it be rated R? F yes, it will be rated R. Very happy that it's going to be rated R. And I guess the trailer lived up to that of the because of the aforementioned violence nature of it. Um, Steve, how you feeling about Craven the Hunter? Let's check in. No. No. Still no. Still still no. Um we saw what trailer, happened with Morbius. Trailer could make a difference. I but like why why do we need an ultra violent craven movie with him fighting the rhino for some reason? I don't know, man. I don't know, but we're you know what? We're getting it. So We are getting it. We also I got Morbius. I know, and I wanted Morbius to be good too. Morbius gave us a good trailer. Do you remember the first Morbius yeah. trailer? We were like, this kind of looks good. Right. This kind of looks good. Well, it had Matt, it Matt Smith was doing Matt Smith things. True. Um, um, oh, I did get the, for the, the quick diversion here, I did get the sure. future uh, slated Sony Spider-Man universe. So the future of the SSU, if you will. Um, Craven the Hunter and then El Muerto. Remember that? That's still on. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, it's um, been. Yeah, what was the it's, quote? It's back, from last it's week? back into in development at best. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At a standstill. That's yes, what they there said. you go. At a standstill. Yeah. Uh, Madam Web. Adam Web. Yep. Which is apparently in post production. I know. Yeah, they're done with that. Filming it. How? I don't know, but. Uh, and then uh, they have announced that there will be another uh, sequel to Venom. Yeah, they're making Venom three. Because yeah. why wouldn't they? Because those just keep printing money. Um, yeah. they're also rumored to be developing a Sinister Six movie, which they've yeah. been setting up with the horribly with the post credit scenes. Uh, oh, terrible Night Watch because oh, yeah, I forgot about reason. Night Was that, um, wasn't was that the one that uh Spike Lee was gonna do? Um, was there one that Spike Lee said he was gonna direct? Yes, that was Night Watch, Night Watch, yeah, yeah, yep. So, uh, jackpot, and then a couple, oh, yeah. couple untitled movies, and uh, we're thinking about a Mysterio movie and an Aunt May movie. Well, the Aunt May movie is not a good idea, <laughs> right? Straight up. <laughs> Any of the other ones were? No. Oh, and the the no, Silk TV series but... as well. Oh yeah, the Silk TV series, sure. I'm down for that. Give me a silk. Right. Sure, the, sure. the Silk TV series and That's the Spider-Man Noir a... uh, TV series. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm cool with those. those. Shows that are about Spider-Man? Yeah, I'll watch those. Or yeah. a spider-like character? Sure, I'm down. Shows that I'll are about spider-adjacent yeah. characters? Meh. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, Steve, do you care at all about this movie being rated R or not? Uh, no, not at all. F no. I, <laughs> I know the the way that the way that that quote is. Will it be rated R? F yes, it'll be rated R. Like, are you saying that I should be more excited about a rated R movie just because I get to see more? Like, I feel like a make movie, it good. Like a movie should just be rated R if it needed to be rated R to make it a good movie. Right. Yeah. Like. I don't if if they made a G-rated Craven the Hunter movie that was amazing, then I'd be like, yeah, that movie's amazing. Like I don't care how I don't care what it's rated. I just need it to be good. I don't care what it's rated. Just just be a good movie. And so like hanging hanging it out there like, oh yeah, it's it's R-rated. Yeah, we're cool. We're R like mm-hmm. I don't know. I've seen tons of bad R-rated movies. It doesn't mean it's going to be good just cuz it's rated R. I don't know. Yeah. I if don't know. The, if Raven was in a Spider-Man movie and it was rated R, that would make me excited. I'd be like, holy wow, they made an R-rated Spider-Man movie? Right. Raven's the villain? This is going to be wild. But they would never it's, make an R-rated Spider-Man movie. No, but it almost, it's like, the way the way they're touting it, it's like they're making it R just to make it R. And it's like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, or they're celebrating that it's R as if, as if that's like a... a Right. I don't know. A, 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 a an indicator of quality. Yeah. An indicator of quality. Right. And it is not. No. Um I like how I, I completely forgot Aaron Taylor Johnson, formerly Quicksilver, who we Quicksilver. mentioned earlier on the podcast out of nowhere. Uh formerly kick ass. Yes. And mm-hmm. is like now has to has to make it seem like he's very excited about playing Craven. Maybe he is. He might be. Maybe. Hey, Steve, maybe this movie's good. We don't know. Well, we're maybe back. We're back on my summer of keeping expectations in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard for me to do that, though, sometimes, because it's just, it's fun to be excited. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you you know, when they, <laughs> when they drop, like, the first X-Men movie or the next movie that we're going to talk about, yeah. I'll be like... Oh my god, it's gonna be amazing! But like, yeah. the, uh, a Craven movie, come on, that'll man. that'll come on, that'll man. really be <laughs> that'll really be the indicators when they start dropping more like newer Marvel stuff. See if I'm just like, eh, it just seemed like I've seen it all, right? Before. And I'm and like, like, yeah, it's great. It's like, yeah. no, did you see that shot where they were standing there? It was great. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of. Nah, I'm. I don't know. That might be true for some movie, but it's not going to be true for this movie because I'm very excited about Fantastic Four. Uh, We talked about it last week. Been reported that Adam Driver has been offered the role of Richards, and this is all. These are all rumors. Um, There's just a lot of Fantastic Four rumors came in this week, so we're just kind of. We're not going to probably dive too far into it, but just um, hearing. Yes, Adam Driver as Reed Richards, Jodie Comer as Sue Storm, and Antonio Banderas as, wait for it, Human Torch, no. The Thing, no. Doctor Doom, no. Galactus. The rumor was Antonio Banderas as Galactus. And we don't usually talk about rumors. I'm not sure why I put these on there, just because I felt like I couldn't open Twitter without seeing somebody talking about one of these things. There's also some theories that they were going to gender bend the thing, Steve. I don't know if you saw anything like that, that the thing was going to be a female actor and also that it was going to be played for a while. Like she came out to debunk this, but apparently people were thinking that Mila Kunis was going to be the thing. I'm I'm like 99.9% always fine with like gender bending a role but ben grimm is not that role <laughs> like a weird one right a human torch sure <laughs> like yeah yes yeah yeah make it joanna storm that's fine but like ben grimm strange really <laughs> strange choice yeah if that's true um and mila kunis but, it, yeah no. well, she came out and said she she said something interesting she said no i'm not in the fantastic four but I know who is. And that's all she said. Oh, huh. So she knows someone who knows someone knows something or whatever. Right. 
So they're um, they're getting they're getting there. Yeah. Uh, Paul Mescal is the Human Torch apparently as well. Oh, okay. I did see that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who that so, is. I don't know who that is either. I also I know, didn't I know who know. Uh, jo- Jody Comer was. So I've heard that name a million times, but I can't think of. I didn't. I know Adam Driver and Antonio Banderas. (laughs) Sure do. What would you think of Antonio Banderas as Galactus? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if I can wrap my head around anyone as Galactus. So I was just going to say the same thing. I was going to say anyone as Galactus is weird to think about. Well, I mean, that would have been the same thing for anyone as Thanos. See, that's not, not for me. That's different for me because Thanos is a big guy. Right. But it's at least Galactus is the size of yeah. is bigger than planets. Right. So any any movie that shows for for all intents and purposes a human being just floating around in blue and pink uh <laughs> suit right. with a big pink crown on his head eating planets it's going to be a weird movie. Mm-hmm. It's going to be weird to see any face that big. It's going to be weird. Also like why why would we be why would be what why would we be galacticizing this early? Like it I don't know. wouldn't Galactus be something you would build to, or is it something they encounter? Maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's like, it's uh, like a tease. Right. It's like with the collector where we randomly see him and then he keeps coming back or whatever. Right. Or like like we said with Thanos, I mean Thanos it was like end credit stuff, but like in the movie when they're going to space and getting their powers or whatever, you know, they, yeah. there's a flash of Galactus or what, you know, there's all sorts of weird ways they could do it, but yeah. Yeah. In, in act one, uh, Johnny storm accidentally spills some weird chemicals on Antonio Banderas. And then they meet him again in act three and he's like 10 feet tall. Right. And he's like, I don't know. I just keep growing. I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> they meet him in act two he's 10 feet tall they meet him in act three he's like 25 feet, feet tall yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like oh okay guess we're gonna keep going that would be really dumb <laughs> i'm really hungry and he just starts eating the ground <laughs> um we've just made a plot of a movie we don't me. want anyone to make <laughs> we don't want yeah don't make that marvel um this is i mean those are all rumors who knows if Galactus is even in it could just be right there. It could be that someone said Antonio Banderas is Galactus just out of nowhere, and everyone was like, "Ooh, interesting! Ooh, I would do that!" Ooh, that's yeah. and then it blew up. Well, we mentioned it Galactus though. Or... Like, it, we don't like, Comer and um, Mescal. We don't really know. What are your thoughts on Driver's Read? We talked about this last week, didn't we? Did we? Yeah, we talked about this and the Ryan Gosling as Doctor Doom thing. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I got that confused with us just having a conversation. just being friends in real life and talking i I was like oh i thought we talked about it i didn't know we recorded it but yeah you're right we did um just so you know jody comer was in star wars the rise of sky really not helping her cause particularly (laughs) (laughs) she played mira mir and it's a cameo so maybe she was just a cameo she's also in the last duel and uh, Law and Order, like every actress ever. She's in Thirteen. She's in Killing Eve. It's a very popular show. I was going to say again, you're saying words that I don't know the meanings of. <laughs> but I mean, Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds. Last duel was eh, Ridley Scott. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. With, with the uh, Ben Affleck Matt Damon combo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah, Last it bit could of work. It could work. Yeah. No, I think it could work. Yeah. I mean, at this point, just find people that don't suck, and that's all I'm asking for. Yeah. Yep. Just a good movie, please. Just a good movie. Also, if we could find people not embroiled in controversy, that would also be good. That would also be yeah. Yeah. Track records sure right be. now are very, you know, two hey. biggest blockbusters lately. Think about how wild it is. That with everybody cast in the MCU, mm-hmm. there has not been one problem like this until now. True. Like, there's a lot of people that could have gotten canceled or could have gotten in trouble. And it took until 
Jonathan Majors. How we're like close to 15 years into the MCU, right? Aren't we? That is kind of surprising. So yeah, yes. And they've only had to re- like, not they've even announced they're replacing Jonathan Majors yet, which is why. But like Ed Norton, Terrence, uh, what's his face? Howard. Howard. And like anybody else? Am I forget anybody else? Uh, like Cassie and Cassie Lang. Yeah, and yeah. Like some other some but other characters, not, but not, as far as like, like the A list Avengers type. Yeah. No, I think that's not, uh, not title yeah. characters. Yeah. Yeah, wild. Uh, they've had a they've had a good long string of luck, and it possibly has run out with with a couple majors. of ways. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Um. One of those ways is uh, they can't seem to get a certain movie right, apparently, because uh, they've it's, just hired another new writer. What's that? <laughs> you said you can't get they can't get it right, and I said it's pronounced written. <laughs> yeah, well, they're having some trouble. Yeah, they just announced another new writer for Blade, um, but this is Nick Pizzolatto, the creator and head writer of the first three seasons of True Detective. Um, apparently he had some kind of falling out with Warner Brothers TV and he's not, they are making a fourth season, but he's not involved in it. But, um, he wrote in, uh, head writer first three seasons. Um, one of those, I think the third season starred Mahershala Ali. So it's a, um, reunion for the two of them. But, uh, you know, he might be great. He might be coming with a lot of experience. However, he is the fifth writer that Marvel has hired to take a swing at blade so steve thoughts on um on this situation or this guy have you seen true detective are you confident that this movie is gonna do anything no i mean i've heard true detective season one was great i've heard true detective season two was not i have not heard anything about season three um but i heard three was good yeah okay i heard i heard three was better than two but not as good as one Okay. But I also have not seen any bit of True Detective, and it's something that I would like to remedy. But anyway. Yeah, it, again, we were talking about it in the pre-roll. I didn't get, I didn't catch wind of it until the end of season one, and I was like, oh, I'll get in on it. And then season two came out, and I was like, all right, never watching it. Yeah. Once I get more than, like, two seasons backlogged on a show, I'm like, nah, not going to happen. I'm out. I know. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I just acknowledge I had that a- I don't go. Or won't yeah. won't go there. <laughs> then it's not going to happen. Yep. Steve and I had a like a a half hour long, super nerdy, fun conversation that we one hundred percent should have had on microphone because right. it would have been yep. enjoyable. Listen, but you're just not getting it. Yep. Sorry. Um. Yeah. One of these days, I'm going to start recording the pre roll. We'll throw it up on the Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. We should get a Patreon. We have one, and then have extended bonus. We have a Patreon. Yeah. Since when? Two weeks ago. Oh. <laughs> we got to actually set it up, but we have one. <laughs> You're like, we have one. What are you talking yeah, about? Of course we, we have what do you one. mean? Oh, I just made it. I, I just made it. It's fine. <laughs> I did it right now. <laughs> well, if you want exclusive content that we haven't talked about and don't know, subscribe to our Patreon. We'll give you something cool. Maybe bonus content. We'll read your name on the podcast. There's something we can do. We definitely let's will have a, do that. Let's have a meeting about it right now while we're what we should do stop the pod have a conversation about how we're going to run our patreon moving forward so people can sign up and give us a ton of money yeah so actually if you go to patreon.com slash the multiverse report you can get notified when we go live with it so feel free to join our waitlist right there yep there's a bonus right there perks none of the perks please sign up to let you know when you can give us money it's fine Um, I also have not seen True Detective, so I know I feel like this could have been because he's worked with Mahershala Ali before my immediate thought. And this is just me connecting dots that may not exist. But my immediate my immediate thought is Mahershala Ali still not happy with this script and said, get this guy who I have worked with and I trust to do another pass at it because I'm not doing this movie, you know without whatever you think he must i mean with the amount of time it's taken to start even get this movie off the ground to like start it because they announced it so long ago 
and it was nothing until like last year, a year and a half ago, that we started hearing that they oh they have a director. Or there's a they started or they started writing it in 2021 with okay uh, Stacy Osai Kafour. Uh, but they they announced then, it in like 2018 though or something, didn't they? Yeah, and then yeah. Bo DeMaio, who uh, worked on Moon Knight and X Men '97, uh, yep. apparently script doctored her her dra- or her copy, uh, yeah, her draft, and then uh, they rewrote from scratch with Michael Starbury. Uh, after yep, that. that guy. And then it's, uh, yeah, uh, Pizzolatto. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, It'll be interesting happen. to see when this movie, when this movie comes out, it'll be interesting to see how many of those people actually get credit. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be. Because sometimes they don't want to admit that so many people had to write it. If there's like script by six names, that's right. like, ugh. Well, and for anyone who doesn't know, like the what they use from each of the scripts basically goes into like X percent they have to credit. Like if it's over X amount yeah. that they used, that writer has to get credit. Otherwise, you know, they're they they could hypothetically have yeah. getting there could get something as a ghostwriter, but it's how Hollywood is all structured is they get paid based on where their name lies in the credits. Yeah. Yeah, they have to determine a percentage they have to determine what like how much how how much each writer contributed uh like they have to come up with a number right like a percent like for um for solo to me for solo like lord and miller got credited yeah but not uh they didn't they got story by did they get i think it was i think it might have been story by or like yeah uh, in association with or something like that it was a yeah, yeah. it was a lesser title but they they were credited because you know at least some of the stuff they worked on made it in yeah yeah just a wild thing mm-hmm. um i want to see this movie i want to see this blade I, like the stories mahershal ali won an oscar and then met with marvel and said i want to be blade like he pitched blade to them so like he wanted to do it. He clearly still wants to do it because this guy could have walked away at any time during this like long development process. Like they had all of COVID to bang out a good, like why weren't they writing this like during COVID? Like, I don't yeah. know. Whatever. Scheduling, I'm sure. Whatever. Anyway, I'm pumped for uh, Mia Goth to be in it. We talked about that a few weeks ago, but yep. we'll see. We'll see what happens whenever it comes out. Probably going to get delayed. Again, um, a bummer some bummer news in the world of comics this week uh comic publisher idw lays off two-fifths of their employees and quote unquote went dark on the new york stock exchange like pulled their stock from the ability to be traded <laughs> yeah um, which and i guess that's something you can do if you're hemorrhaging yeah. right if if shit's going completely sideways you can say you know uh we're not we're not trading today we're not trading right now. Yeah. Thanks. Coming in later. Uh, yeah. Uh, this is a bummer. From what I read, it, it was the entire sales and marketing department, uh, but also some editors and some directors. Um, apparently, they were, as from an article I read, called into a Zoom meeting at noon. The meeting lasted less than five minutes and consisted of, of the message that the company was losing money and that, quote, we've decided to reduce our workforce by 35% and you are all part of that reduction. Your last day will be today. Uh, wild and also what's that big gulps huh well see you later yeah yeah um crazy that almost the i almost the exact same thing happened to me in january (laughs) i got let go from my previous job uh just heartless terrible way uh, to let people go um and i guess they said that they're you know they are admitting that you know their sales are down they have to like reorganize and restructure and we had reported and talked about a few months ago, maybe a year ago by now, a while ago, um, they announced they were losing some of their licenses for characters like Transformers and G.I. Joe. Um, and so they don't own really a lot of popular or recognizable um, IP at the moment. It's and kinda... I guess some people are speculating that that could be part of why their stocks were down or a part of why they're losing money or what. I don't know. 
I don't know. I feel like I see IDW books all everywhere all the time. Yeah, there's there's a lot of books like, um, I mean, Turtles. Any of the right. Turtle stuff is IDW. Uh, Sonic is IDW. Uh, I think they have a Star Trek license. Yeah, they do. They're yeah. so they're like. You'd think that's that's a decent three. I mean, turtles alone, you'd think would be able to carry something. For um, sure. But beyond that, uh-huh. I don't know because they lost what uh, we they lost Transformers and GI Joe. They lost something else but, too. Well, they used to have Star Wars. Yeah, they had the Star Wars like Adventures imprints, and they lost that to Dark Horse. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I could see them being a little being a little light on light on content. Yeah, I mean, maybe this is just like. When they were, when they did have all that IP, they hired all these people and now they're, they can't support it, you know? But right. It's just a bummer, no matter what, because you never want to, like, you know, a company that puts out quality stuff. On the, on the IDW web, web, website currently, the mm-hmm. only thing listed when you go to browse books, uh, oh, never mind. Hit the wrong button. So they do have okay. a bunch under the brows. <laughs> I thought it was only Sonic, and I was like, uh, okay. Yikes. Yeah. We lost a lot here. Yeah, um, wild. Yeah, Usagi Ujimbo, which... Uh, They're D- doing a Turtles the, crossover, I think. Yep. Uh, the D&D... Um, oh, yeah. Comics there. Uh, I have, they only have like My Little Pony and stuff, Yeah, too, My Little Pony, Winona Earp. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, they've got they've got some things. Yeah, for sure. Maybe just not the volume of, that they used to have. Right, bunch of know. Indie I know they stuff. were trying to they were trying to introduce a lot of original stuff recently, I think, too. Right. So Goosebumps. Um, oh, there you for go. For any of us who want to relive the nineties. Yeah. Horrifying stories of our nineties. That in hindsight weren't um, that horrifying, but really were. No. When yeah, you were when time. you were uh however old. Fifth grade, yeah, I don't know, ten years old. Whatever. Uh, this week in your local comic book store, you have a lot to choose from, including Adventures of Superman, John Kent, number three, Batman, number 135, which is technically the 900th issue of Batman. Oh. You know, they start the renumbering, but someone's keeping mm-hmm. track somewhere. So, uh, yeah, Batman, number 900. Cool anniversary issue. Uh, Buffy, the last vampire slayer, Lost Summer, number one. Draculina, Blood Simple, number three. The Flash, number 900, or sorry, 798. I Hate This Place, number eight. Joker, The Man Who Stopped Laughing, number eight. Lamentation, number one. Monomyth, number one. Aforementioned My Little Pony, number 12. Northern Blood, number two. Parker Girls, number seven. Peacemaker tries hard, number one. Poison Ivy, number 12. That is the end of the Poison Ivy miniseries, but only to be picked up as an ongoing, I think, next month or two months from now, this summer yeah, sometime. something like that. Yeah, my guess is it's going to start with a new number one. But uh, this, you know, 12 issues have been incredible. As I've said many times, Radiant Black, 24. New, uh, all new Shazam, number Starting over, good place to jump in. Star Trek Deep Space Nine, The Dog of War, number two. Star Wars The High Republic Adventures, number four. Star Wars Darth Vader, number three. Star Wars Dr. Aphra, number 31. And Where Monsters Lie, number four. All that and more in your local comic book shop this coming week. Mm-hmm. Anything on your pull list this week, bud? Uh, doesn't look like anything I'm getting this week, but I uh, grabbed, I had a couple weeks back order where I picked up uh like old high republic eight uh yoda batman 134 a couple others nice so um cool cool. yeah i and i was able to catch up on a good chunk of them so oh nice there you go yeah also batman scooby-doo mysteries number seven because of course of course of course i I I swear to god what's up I think i i probably said this already to you on a previous episode but there i think there is a trade of the first run Oh, is Batman Scooby Doo Mysteries that came out started like a year ago or nice. ended last year. Yeah, we found we found two floppies of it randomly in a back bin at uh, uh, one of the other local shops. Oh, perfect. So nice. Yeah, I was like, ah, there's only twelve, so we could probably find the rest of them in a back bin somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Because for him, I think, I think for the kids, the floppies are great. Yeah, I agree. So. Yeah, we'll keep rolling on that and see see if it comes come to fruition to get the full run. 
Yeah. Um, I got, I will shout out a book that I pledge on Kickstarter um, for a creator. I want to say Wells Thompson is the writer's name. I don't have the books in front of me because um, they're across the room where I keep my comic books. But um, I pledged to a book called Frankenstein, The Unconquered. I got uh, issues one and two, and I read both of them, and they were great. Um, art was really cool. Story's cool. Just I don't. Seemingly, he had a previous Frankenstein series or was just hinting at a past life or whatever. The way it's written, I can't really tell either way. Um, Frankenstein at some point got blasted into space, and this is him coming back down to Earth and finding it hundreds of years later in some desolate wasteland and hmm. uh, trans, uh, you know, just getting across it any way that he can and uh, violently. So it was good. So shout out to Frankenstein the Unconquer- Unconquered by Wells Thompson. You are right here, and I did double check your uh, your memory. I was 99% sure I was only doubting it because I wasn't looking at it. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> like, I was like, I know this is it, but I'm saying it without written confirmation. So I'm starting to second guess myself. But I do like that I, artwork, too. That's that's pretty unique. Yeah, very cool. Uh, I know that Heather Vaughn did the covers for both of them. I don't know if you're looking at cover or interior. Uh, uh, someone interior. else did the interiors, but... Um, both very good. Wonderful. So yeah, check that out. I'll shoot that. Nice. I'll shout that out. I also read a little bit more of Alan Moore's run on Swamp Thing that I am slowly getting through. And I feel like I'm slowing down because I love it so much. I don't want it to be over. Hmm. But I'm crawling towards that last, last volume. But there you go. Someday. Nothing I've lasts st- forever. Yeah. I mean, I've still got multiple things back there that I want to catch up. And I was like, I know. I what, have was, so many. Uh, what was I looking at yesterday? Oh, I picked up that Rorschach trade, the Tom King Rorschach. Oh, yeah? Oh, nice. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they had Amazon had it on sale or something. I, I was, yeah. you know, I, I got distracted on the things ancillary to what you've bought before. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's like 20 bucks. Okay. Yeah. So we'll perfect. see. We'll see how that runs. But Sold. Nice. Oh, we should also mention that uh, this Saturday, May 6th, Oh, it's yeah. free comic book day. Absolutely. Comic. And our friends so down at uh, Funky Town are participating. Yep. Funky Town Comics will be participating. Uh, if you don't know, free comic book day is a day that you can go to any participating comic book store and they will have a selection of free comics for you. Yep. Um, a lot of comic shops also will run their own promotions or sales at the same time. Why? Like while people are in the store, like, oh, we also have these back issues or half off or something, you know? Yep. Um, and it's so, it's yeah. a range from like uh, just looking at the 2023 gold books. Uh, you have a Avengers X Men crossover. Oh, you have time. Conan the Barbarian, Dogman in the League of Misfits. Uh, oh, Red Sonia. Oh, 100%. Um, Power Rangers, Ranger Academy, like Red Sonia, uh, Spider Man and Venom. Star Trek, Umbrella Academy, right. um, all sorts of everything in Animal Crossing one. Hmm, cool. Whoa, um, cool. But yeah, the, it's it's not just, you know, your big uh, your 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 big names. It's it's everything under the sun. Usually it'll throw stuff out for yeah. this. And ooh, Mar- they're doing a Marvel Voices one, too. Oh, cool. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, nice. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's always worth hitting. And uh Usually, usually you can find some like a lot of stores will have deals going on or right. like get you get you in the store with the the comics and end up, uh, you know, uh, taking some more of our, taking some more of your money. And next thing you know, you got a pull list and here you are. Yeah. Hey, and if you're still uh, hung over from May the 4th and uh, Revenge of the 5th, Funky Town has a still huge collection of Star Wars toys um, available. Yes, they do. Do they still have, this was a couple weeks ago, when uh, a rare time when you and I were in there at the same time. Mm-hmm. It can happen. Uh, they had four different copies of Marvel's Star Wars number one from yes. like 1979 or whatever, 1978, whenever they started making Star Wars comics. One of them had in four, the bins. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there was four different copies and they were all different. Grades. I don't, I, I, yeah, all different grades. But I think even like the worst one was like four hundred dollars or something. I don't know. There, yeah, there was a five O that was like 
350 or something and then the other two were like five and change because i think they were in the like eights yeah one is behind the counter because it's oh three of them three of all three of three three of the graded ones are and then the uh there's the one floppy that's just sitting out there yeah i'm waiting you know it's one of those where you're like i'll wait until they have a uh a a bins bins sale and be like hey jesse it was in a bin that's that's still there there. it was over here ish somewhere yep nice um kind of like one and a half one shots for you tonight yeah loyal listeners um another thing that came out of cinema con is that paramount in their panel announced a new animated transformers movie called transformers one it says it's going to explore the origins of optimus prime and they have a pretty uh, stellar voice cast, including Chris Hemsworth as Optimus Prime, Brian Tyree Henry as Megatron, Scarlett Johansson as Alita, John Hamm as Sentinel Prime, Lawrence Fishburne as Alpha Trion, and Keegan-Michael Key as Bumblebee. I don't know who some of those characters are, but I know who all those actors are, and they're all great. So that's cool. Um, yeah. And I, I saw this being reported a lot as uh, Paramount makes first-ever animated transformers movie and a lot of people going oh no 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 oh no 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 don't you dare forget about the wild just insanity that is transformers the movie um yeah that was uh 1980 something 80 yeah six 85 yep yep um kids from across the country lined up at a movie theater and got to watch spoiler alert optimus prime die (laughs) Mm-hmm. And it was like a slow, it was like, I don't, I haven't seen this movie in a long time. I just know about it and I don't remember what even kills him. Well, the story was but set I, apparently in the, uh, the far future of 2005. Oh man. Yeah. So far. Um, like, I don't remember what kills him, but he's not like in a battle. Like he dies he, in a bed surrounded by the other Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> like he fights and beats Megatron. Bad. He fights and okay. beats Megatron, but sustains fatal injuries. Okay, so it's after the battle. Yep. Okay, yeah. So it's not like a quick, like he doesn't disappear because someone snapped or whatever. Or right. Just, like it's, it's hard. Just drawn <laughs> it's out. Sad. Yeah. But anyway, that's happening. I'm not a huge Transformers guy, but nerdy enough news to count as a one shot. I thought Transformers, like the the Transformers movies, for as better or bad or whatever you think of them, um they're always decent with a bucket of popcorn and just turn your brain off. Steve, I have never seen any Transformers movie. They're wild. If you think of Michael Bay. Yeah. They are anything you could think of with Michael Bay, but with big robot dudes. Yeah. To turn into cars. Like, yeah. The explosions, you know what you're getting. You're not signing up for an Oscar winner here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, sorry. You're not. It's not even really news. Just another reminder. Like the oh, comic yeah. day. Reminder: Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume Three, will be releasing this weekend. That's right. So that's right. And by this weekend, really re- actually May the Fourth. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we say this weekend, and it's Wednesday that right. it comes out. Wild. So, Early things. reactions are good. Yeah, it seems to be. Um, uh, I believe. I believe the biggest takeaways are uh well hollywood reporters title uh says it kind of best overstuffed but uh ultimately satisfying nice so yeah like i've heard that it's really yeah i've heard it's really funny but i've also heard that it's like it's very sad also like very emotional tug at your heartstrings and we've been theorizing theorizing for a while that we think at least one person is going to die one Mm -hmm. character but possibly multiple ones so but yeah i hear i hear people saying that it's like the best it it now uh, is the best trilogy within the mcu and this is specifically is one of the best movies in the mcu like i've heard it's i've read reactions just really singing its praises like crazy so nice i got my tickets i'm going on saturday i mean even even without the third movie guardians was probably the best trilogy in the mcu uh, it was probably the, one of the stronger series. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of people say Captain America, 
Because um, a lot of people, but my only problem with I, Cap is he got one movie. Like, uh, I get, no, well, we'll give him Winter one, Soldier. I'd, we'll give him Winter Soldier. Yeah, but, but like Civil, War, yeah. Civil War is an Avengers movie. Yeah, so yeah. it's a duology. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to even count it. So, but. and then like Thor, now you have four films. One of them was exceptional. Yeah, yeah, I like two out of four. I only I like fifty percent of Thor films for sure. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because yeah, like it was it was thrown into those rankings as the best almost solely because of uh, Ragnarok. And then yeah. when love and thunder loved and thundered, it uh, mm. pretty much dropped it from any of those lists of like, well, so much for that. Yeah. No, like you can't offset it. the. Yeah. You had me, you had me real right. hard. You had me pumped. And, and this is why I'm not excited about the Taika star Wars movie. <laughs> there you it's go. It's all coming full circle. Uh, and uh, once again, speaking of Star Wars, you can uh, give us your Star Wars film rankings. We are ranking all 11 live action Star Wars movies for a very special May the 4th episode where Steve and I and a guest, Matt Peseta, will be sharing our Star Wars rankings and talking over the results that we hear from you guys. So send us in. Steve, did you say it was at it's posted where at our it'll be in the show notes. Okay, it'll be in the show notes of this YouTube video that you're watching. Um, if you're listening on a podcast, I I posted it on um, like our Twitter, or Facebook the other day, so that you can find links there. It'll also be in the show notes on the pod or the podcatcher. Oh, it'll be in your podcatcher notes. Perfect. Yep. Okay, I didn't think about that. Um, uh, so that covers everybody, I guess. You're either watching or you're listening. Um, but yeah, <laughs> those send are your us options. Those, um, you're those not your sitting options. in the room with Mike, right? So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the, what was I saying? Oh, so yeah, just, uh, submit your rankings, please. And, um, uh, no, it's not an anonymous form. Put your name on it, own your opinions and, uh, be prepared to, uh, to back them up because we'll call you during our podcast while we're recording and yell at you if we don't agree with your Star Wars rankings. That's oh, hundred percent. <laughs> just dial you up on the positive. air. Yeah. We're going to keep it positive. Um, except I don't know. I know that probably prequel fans aren't gonna be too happy with me, but well, we already knew that. positive. But we already know that. We already know that. Um, but that is all that I have, Steve. All that I have. Hmm. Well, if that's all you've got, then we should probably do our standard sign off and tell Let's people to wrap up. find us at uh, themultiversereport.com, multiversereport at gmail.com if they want to send us long form things. Shorter form can go to any social media at the Multiverse Report or Multiverse RPT on Twitter. Um, with Twitter imploding as it seems to be, we're also looking at other alternative options. Um, yeah, where wherever nerd communities are found, uh, if anybody's got any ideas, let us know. And uh, yeah, that's that's about what we got. If you want to subscribe and like and you know leave us reviews, especially on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, any of that. Uh, very appreciated and uh, yeah yeah that's, that's that's probably a wrap that's probably it so until next time thanks for watching thanks for listening we'll see you in the multiverse <laughs>